are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks On Diamondbacks podcast. They're part of the Locks On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? The always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 from my personal account at LockedOnDiamondbacks on both Instagram, Twitter, all social media platforms. Now, for today's show, we got Janton Shorter back on. We're going to be discussing if tanking actually works in baseball. So stay tuned for that conversation. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it between Janton Shorter and I. Now, Janton, people are telling me you have this crazy theory about something about tanking and baseball and it works can you just tell these listeners uh, about this ridiculous theory that you have because I, i'm just not a believer that tanking works in baseball yes there have been teams that have had down years and rebuilt like the houston astros but i don't believe they outwardly tank i believe to tank you have to try to not win games you kind of have to be the philadelphia 76ers with the whole trust the process where you're like we're openly not putting good players on the floor because, and we're openly not even trying to get good players because we want to lose as many games as possible. So, Janton, are you a believer in tanking in baseball? I do believe tanking is a, is a thing in baseball, Millard. Um, it's kind of scary to say that teams really – you don't see teams – like the Astros, let's say that. The Astros probably did, could have signed some players on their drought when they didn't make the playoffs at all. And then we're the last place team for, I think, two or three years in a row. Three years from 2011, 2013, they were literally the basement dwellers of the MLB. And they stacked up their first round picks, got Correa. They got some other prospects that they were able to trade for Verlander. We got some other guys um, who they were able to stack up and just kind of rebuild their team. So maybe the word isn't really tanking. Maybe it's more of a rebuild in baseball, but... Definitely being in last place is something that you kind of want to be in to prepare yourself for the future. I think the D-backs could even possibly tank, if you want to call it that, um, just really sit in last place for a few years, stack up their prospects, and then make a push in a couple of years to make a good playoff run, especially that tough NL West, see what they can do. Yeah, I just believe there's too much talent in the MLB draft to want to tank. I mean, there's like 40 rounds in the MLB draft, so why would I want to intentionally intentionally lose games to get a higher draft pick? Yes, you might have better odds at getting a good player if you're drafting higher, but just looking at the number one picks uh, since uh, in baseball, there really hasn't been a good number one pick since Carlos Correa in 2012. I mean, Mark Apple went number one in 2013. You haven't seen him. Brady Aiken went number one in 2014. We haven't seen him. And 
and in 2013-2014, that was the Houston Astros who drafted those guys number one overall, and we haven't even seen them. So, obviously, those guys didn't work out. Dansby Swanson was drafted by the D-backs number all, number one overall in 2015. He's made it to the big league level pretty quickly, but he has yet to show that pop and promise that we believe he could have been uh, coming out of college, coming out of Vanderbilt. And just the last five years, uh, of course, you know, the last two years, we're not going to say uh, these number one picks have been bust. But in 2016, your Phillies had the number one pick. And he's not even the guy they, that they drafted, Mickey Moniak, is not even considered a top 10 prospect in their farm system. So you're already you could look at it with your own team. They drafted number one overall. And that guy's not even considered a top 10 player in their own farm system. And if you want to do a quick little game real quick, JT, I have some MVP winners here for you since 2013 and if you want you can guess when they were drafted what round you know what what selection you could try to guess if they're draft fifth overall first overall so here are just some mvp winners i have 10 guys i believe on here that were that won mvp since 2013 so first one jose abreu uh, what do you it think? Was, when do you where, where okay. do you think he, he was, won the draft? Definitely a free agent signing out of Cuba. He was not even drafted. So exactly, I don't know if you can even count that one. Hey, <laughs> exactly. You don't even need a draft. So exactly. <laughs> I think okay. actually today was the end of the free agent signing internationally. I think I saw that today. Exactly. So what do you need a draft for? You just go sign someone internationally. But, okay, look at the the, the white. Let Sox me continue. We're gonna go. <laughs> Let me finish. All right, Freddie Freeman. Guess where he got drafted Freddie Freeman probably third or fourth round I don't think he was a hot top prospect coming out of college second round look at that high school even. two okay <laughs> so okay. two before I said Mike Trout Mike Trout was a first round pick I remember watching him get drafted yeah. he was middle mid round though I think he fell to like maybe the teens or the early 20s 25th overall so that's like making it to the NLDS or ALDS. So that's not tanking, <laughs> okay? He also has hey. the playoffs, as we've seen. Previously. Yeah, okay. So the Angels haven't been good, and they still can't get down around Mike Trout. <laughs> so that goes into my tanking argument. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Cody Bellinger. Uh, first round pick. Fourth round. Fourth round. Wow. Mookie Betts. I know he's a fourth round pick. Fifth down. round. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich, wow, later round pick. I 23rd he, over. He that's probably the latest you'll see. He wasted away in Miami for a while. He, went, he was first round. Very, first round? 20, 23rd overall. Okay, okay, okay. So that's still basically drafting as a playoff team. Uh, Jose Altuve. But where is the, where is the correlation between draft number and even making the playoffs some of these teams haven't even made the playoffs Shane. no well the mlb draft to just reverse standings and how you finish baseball so if they were drafted 25th overall that means your team was good that year okay so we the game the game should really be where did you draft and how did you end up the next couple of years that's what the real game should be not mvps as we've seen mike Trout is a bust he's like the kershaw of the playoffs kershaw finally broke through this year with off the backs of some guys but you can be a top level player and not even make it anywhere in the playoffs so giancarlo stan I don't even know if he was drafted, honestly. Second sure round. Second round. Josh Donaldson. Probably a fifth round. 48th overall. Andrew McCutcheon. 
later rounds. 11th overall. He's the highest. Oh, the highest guys, I mean. Okay. So, so basically, if you want an MVP, you don't even have to draft in the top 10. You don't have to tank at all. But that's not <laughs> the argument. That is not the argument. I'm sure the D-backs fans here would love to even have the opportunity to play in those championship that's level games. That's not the argument. You don't want MVPs on Tanking, your team? You don't tank for an MVP. You tank for a playoff run. You don't tank for an MVP? What do you tank for then? You're drafting players. The Astros did not tank just to get Altuve. They tanked to get into the playoffs, and they've won. They've well, Altuve was in the playoffs. Amateur signing, so you didn't have to tank. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's beyond the point. I'm pretty sure Alex Bregman this year was. I think he was a first round pick in his draft class a couple of years ago out of LSU. Yeah, I think um, Bregman went pretty high in yeah. his draft. So I'm sure the D-backs fans, as you've I've probably heard from your responses would like to be a nice playoff contending team in that tough NOS. Um, so maybe it'll be a couple of years of just really sitting in and not signing anyone. I know they had a Starling Marte this year, but they could have saved that money maybe for somebody down the line who could really turn their team around and not just sign and trade essentially, which is what they did. Janton and I will continue that conversation, but first... I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because Built Bar is back, more improved, and more delicious than ever before. They have 18 amazing flavors, but six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're both soft and easy to chew. Now, the reason why I love Built Bars is because they're healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy like me who also has a sweet tooth, and it tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar when in reality I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in calorie, low in sugar, but high in protein and high in fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now, they reset their promo code for this relaunch. You get a free Cooler Earth purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Are we ready for some football? NFL regular season just finished up, and it's the playoffs, baby. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. I'm going to be betting on Packers versus Bucks this week. I think the Packers are frauds and the Bucks are taking it home. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag bet online. All right, all right, all right. Let's continue that conversation between Janton Shorter and I. Well, I showed you I showed you the MVPs to illustrate you don't need to tank to get good players. You just have to draft well. The D-backs, they don't have to tank and lose games to get good players. They just have to make sure they hit on those players. They do draft. It doesn't matter how high you draft in baseball if you have an awful scouting department and your personnel doesn't know what kind of players they want for the organization. 
Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Yelich, those are all MVP guys you could got first round, fourth, fifth round. So I don't believe you have to tank in baseball if you want to get good. You have to draft well, and you also have to have an owner who's willing to spend money. It doesn't matter what market size you're in in baseball. If you have an owner who's willing to spend money, you could go out there and get any free agent you want. Baseball just – there's no salary cap. They're just the luxury tax. So there's no ceiling on how much money you can spend. You just have to have the wallet to actually – want to spend it and have the money and the resources to pull it off. So the D-backs, you know, they, they are not a team that's going to necessarily tank, but they're not going to go out there and sign some – they're not going to go out there and sign George Springer because they don't want to spend the money to go do it. So they're just going to keep building up the farm system. They're not going to tank to do it, but they are going to try to just keep building up the farm system because they know they know as a team that's not going to spend money. They know they have to keep stockpiling that farm system and keep adding assets because eventually they do want to go out there and maybe make a trade like they did for Starling Marte. But trades, as I always say, trades don't always work out either. I'm not a guy that wants to trade for prospects. The D-backs, when they traded Zach Greinke to the Houston Astros, they got three of their top five prospects. You know how many of those guys have uh, made it to the big league level yet? None of them. We haven't seen any of them. We don't <laughs> know that they are. Okay, so you're giving me your three, four, five <laughs> best players in your organization, and I still, your three, four, five prospects in your organization, and it's been a couple of years, and I still don't know how good they are. I'm just not a believer in prospects. I'm not a believer in tanking because baseball evaluations of trying to scout, figure out which players are going to be good, it's just the hardest thing to do. And a fun exercise also is always going through the top, 100 prospects according to you know mlb.com or whatever and just trying to see which of those players actually panned out and was good on the next level the 2015 class was honestly pretty good but if you pick almost any year you're gonna find you know a bunch of dudes in that top 10 top 20 who never really made it out i mean brendan rogers he was the number nine prospect in 2015 how good has he been yeah like you said you can you have there are some busts and the drafts um, you do have to say that there's, as you can see in other sports too, guys come in top highly ranked players out of high school, even college, and just don't pan out in the professional ranks. So um, there's a little bit of that that goes into it too, but I see what you're saying on the no tanking, but I still hold, hold my opinion, but that's just the fun of sports. Yeah. People want to hold uh, bad opinions all the time and you're allowed to do that as American, you know, freedom of speech. You got your rights, your first amendment rights, you know, you're allowed to hold on to any opinion you want to hold on to. So that's okay. But JP Crawford was a fifth overall prospect back in 2015, did two years with the Phillies on the major league level. And then he went over to Seattle and we still haven't seen anything from him. He's a career 231 hitter. Career 325 OBP, 683 OPS for his career. This guy just hasn't been that good. He's been a gold glover. He's a whiz with the glove. But so many of these prospects, if you told someone back in 2015, 2016, hey, give us one of your established guys on your major league roster for J.P. Crawford, they would have done that in a heartbeat because of the expectations people had for Crawford. And I, I think – it's really, you can say that across any sports, you don't know when you're drafting these guys, which one of them are actually going to pop. You know, we see in football, how many quarterbacks bust that go in the first round, but that's why I just don't believe you should be a team that tanks maybe in basketball, where if you do get that one guy that could change your whole franchise, it's different because there's only five players on that court. So if you could get the number one pick and draft LeBron, that's going to change your whole franchise. But in baseball, where has Mike Trout been? 
He's our people tell me he's the greatest player of all time. Has he done anything? Does he have anything? Does he have any legacy? He has he's, a lot of cars from the MLB. Let's just say that from the All-Star. He has a lot, a lot of great of cars. math and numbers to his name. But he has That's not, a Hall of Fame career right there. You sign up for a Hall of Fame career, not a championship no, in your He's a no doubt Hall of Famer. People <laughs> I have people tell me he's the greatest player in the since the modern era started, which was like 1940s or something. So they think he's the best player in like the last 60 years or something. And this guy has one career playoff. And if you go through ESPN, MLB's uh, rankings of the top 50 greatest players of all time, of all time, they rank the top 50 greatest. Mike Trust is the only one in the top 50 with one <laughs> playoff hit through the first 10 years of his career. He literally has the, le- the, the least successful career of any all-time great. Like, that's a fact, the least successful. He has done nothing in his career. He's been a great guy piling up regular season numbers. And I'm not saying it's been all his fault, but I just want to see him do something on a stage that matters. And if he gets to the playoffs and he is Clayton Kershaw where he does struggle, I think that takes a takes a hit on his legacy, no? We know oh, Clayton absolutely. Kershaw absolutely. is the greatest regular season pitcher, but when you get to that postseason uh, outside of 2020, which – I think it's a little fluky. I, a lot of dudes are just saying Kershaw, you know, he's, he's a white. Yeah. I didn't even count that one, honestly. He, they put him out there, and he didn't even look good. I think the, the bats kind of saved him during that series. Yeah, I count the chip. I'm not saying the chip doesn't count, but if you're telling me did Kershaw exercise his playoff demons, it, he was pitching in front of like 200 people, very low <laughs> pressure environment. I think that's why we saw so many of these basketball players go off in the bubble. You're like, damn, Jamal Murray's averaging like 45 <laughs> a game all of a sudden. All these random dudes. Yeah, DJ Warren, that first week of the bubble, was putting up 50 every night. So I think we, we, with this pandemic and not having fans in these stadiums, it really affects the psyche for these players. And a lot of times, gives them a boost of confidence so I think Kershaw did have extra confidence because there was that lack of pressure but if we get I don't know if we'll see it in baseball this year maybe we will it's 2021 you know Dr. Fauci's saying we might have the vaccines and might be back to kind of normal life by the fall so who knows if we get to a world series where Kershaw's there and we're back to a full Dodger stadium <laughs> I'm not trusting Clayton Kershaw that's just me I think he's gonna go right back to revert to old Clayton Kershaw I that was one of my favorite narratives in baseball I don't care I was a I was not a Kershaw hater but I thought it was hilarious that the he was like Peyton Manning basically I thought it was funny that arguably the greatest regular season guy just struggled repeatedly when we got to the playoffs. So uh, that was a big tangent. I don't even know where I was going with that. But, yeah, tanking in baseball does not matter because look at all these great players like a Mike Trout who, you know, you have them. You could have tanked. You didn't have to tank for Mike Trout, and you still ended up with the greatest baseball player. And you're still a bad team, and you still can't get talent around him. I mean, the Angels have been drafting pretty high ever since they drafted Mike Trout. So I'm just not a believer in baseball. But if Janton Shorter, that's what you believe in. I'm going to let you rock with what you want to believe in. I appreciate that, Millard. I do. Well, thank you, Janton, for hopping on today's pod. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, shout out your social media handle so the people know where to follow you online. Um, just JT Shorter everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Uh, follow me for some funny content. I always throw a little bit of laughs in there. Miller can tell you. Uh, but always down for a good conversation. So thanks yes. for having me on, Miller. No problem. Locked on Diamondbacks at a Janton Shorter the second. Talking baseball. Thank you, JT. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Remember, 
2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcast, And don't forget to come back tomorrow where you have more Locked On Diamondbacks coverage by your 